0: Welcome to the Essay for FA's Retirement Advisor podcast, a series that addresses issues of importance to financial advisors when dealing with the preeminent issue on their clients' minds, namely their desire for financial independence. I'm your host, Gil Weinrich of Seeking Alpha, and today we'll see what inferences might be made from the experience of a friend whose retirement coincided with the outbreak of the coronavirus crisis. We'll get to that in just a moment. But first, this message. If you're a financial advisor, you should be using Seeking Alpha Premium. I'll mention just two items I personally think are valuable for advisors. Number one, advisors typically get investment research from their own broker-dealer, and it's good to cross-reference that with the research available to Seeking Alpha Premium subscribers. Number two, the quantitative ratings available to premium subscribers are an incredible value add because they make it possible to compare investments with mutually consistent data. In other words, it aids in getting different investment ideas to talk to each other, as it were. These features are just the tip of the iceberg, and it costs only $240 for an annual subscription. Click on Upgrade on the top right of your Seeking Alpha homepage to see a full list of benefits and options. I was delighted to hear from a friend last week who retired at the age of 67 at the start of this year he recounted some of the unique aspects of what he called a crazy retirement. For example, he joked that he moved right into a nursing home since his first stop was a visit with his elderly mother overseas who lives in one. He left home a father, but returned a grandfather, but could only see his grandchild on WhatsApp because of the quarantine. His workplace retirement plan was invested in equities, and its last fully invested day, before the annuity was turned on, came just as the coronavirus was beginning to spook markets, which caused him no small amount of worry. Lastly, his plan was to begin his act too, finding some other kind of employment in retirement, a goal he feels the lethal virus may have killed. Now, while everyone's retirement experience differs because of timing and circumstances, I think there is one element common to virtually every current or future retiree that we can glean from my friend's story, and that is a sort of fear and worry that can distort one's view of reality. In this case, my friend got to see his mom before she got sealed away in her nursing home. In fact, He acknowledges this good fortune and adds that his mother is actually healthier now since they're bringing her food up to her room, and she didn't like going down to the dining room and didn't eat well previously. Not seeing his first grandchild in person is certainly unideal, and yet he has collected his life's first major dividend payment, as it were, and will surely get increasing pleasure out of each new installment as his dividends grow. The annuity payments will be a tad less than they might have been had his termination date been a tad earlier, but few and far between are those who have gotten as close as my friend to the bullseye of cashing out at nearly the height of a historic bull market. Many who are quite close to my friend's age are in tears right now after experiencing significant losses close to their retirement date. What's more, He's locked in payments for life, whereas others will commence withdrawing funds from a shrunken final portfolio that's not going to be growing any further. Finally, the issue that most gnaws at him is his feeling that this crisis has thrown a wrench into his plans for a second career, which he needs, wants, and was counting on. But the opposite is true. New retirees often worry they are unneeded or unwanted, that they will be discriminated against based on age, that they won't fit into a workplace of younger workers. My friend has had the unbelievable good fortune of retiring into a world in which the entire global economy is moving to remote work through Zoom and other platforms, exponentially increasing opportunities for retirees and nullifying issues of perception of and comfort with older workers. The order of the day will shortly be rebuilt by whatever means possible. Receiving or responding to proposals from a distance does not seem the least bit weird today, and he may well find that Act 2 is more enjoyable or rewarding than Act 1 was. Now, someone listening to this may protest. Okay, this guy lucked out, but what if my portfolio crashes just as I'm retiring? Or what if the job market isn't conducive to finding work? Well, I have a few answers to this. First... If you're still in a position to prevent this, don't allow your portfolio to collapse during the risk zone prior to and in the first years of retirement. Best practice is to ensure you have some cash to live off of during this critical window of time. Second, how well one does in retirement is subject to interpretation. Whether Moby Dick or War and Peace, not every one of the critics' interpretations conform to what the author intended. People see things in different ways. New retirees, who are naturally wracked with anxiety over this big life change, may see the glass as half empty. That is why it is vital that they stay connected, even through Zoom or email, with friends and family who see it as half or more full. My final point is that the feeling of fear is, by its nature, easy to exaggerate. Take as an example the most current fear, that of the coronavirus people naturally don't want to get infected, and many are afraid to open their mail or receive a delivery. A professor at Harvard's School of Public Health, writing in the Washington Post, tried to dispel this fear by explaining that pretty much every risk factor must occur to get the disease. The driver was sick, he coughed when bringing the package, the particles transferred to the package, this occurred immediately before the delivery, You touched the exact spot on the package and then touched your face prior to washing your hands. Many factors are necessary to become ill, but individually, they're not sufficient. If you wash your hands constantly and avoid touching your face, you needn't fear the food or mail delivery. And so it is in the retirement realm. If your portfolio crashes at the start of retirement, but you can rely on Social Security or pension income for a good long time, you have nothing to fear. If your pension is insufficient, but you're able to support yourself through work, you have nothing to fear. If every door is shut to you, but one is open, chances are you'll be fine. If you have no one to point out that open door, only then do you have reason to fear. Thanks for listening. If you found this podcast of value, I would be much obliged if you would pass it on to other advisors to keep this FA project growing. Also, feel free to contact me at gill at seekingalpha.com with any feedback. This is Seeking Alpha's Gil Weinrich.